Hello, welcome to another episode of the Haiku Poet Podcast. We are enjoying another campfire, and what are you eating? Um, raspberry scone. Yeah, it's, and, like, it's like a scone, isn't it? It's a turnover. And my name turnover. is Caleb, and I'm age six. You're six I'm years Jacob old? And I'm age seven. Cool. There's a phone that <laughs> fell in the snow. <laughs> That's, That's funny. That is funny. Well, how are you enjoying winter, guys? Good, good. It's really fun. Yeah, what do you like to do? Um, sled and um, a ton of other stuff. Sledding. Walking. Snowboarding. Snowboarding. And even skiing. That, yeah. I, I probably like all winter stuff mostly. Cool. But. When it's summer, do you miss the snow? Yeah. Not well, really. But when it's winter, I miss the summer. Sure. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny how that works. Like, you want, you want, like, if it's winter and you want the other three seasons, or if it's spring, you want the other three, or if it's summer, you want the other three. What if I made it where each season was in winter? Each season yeah. was all right. That's how it would be if we lived in Antarctica. Really? Down on the South Pole. It's always it's, cold. There's always chilliness. Or always chilly weather. All right, so... Uh, one thing that I've been noticing as of the last few weeks is that when I get home, it's not totally dark anymore. I'm enjoying the lengthening days. They're the, getting longer. They are getting longer. longer. by one minute. Yeah, about one minute, two minutes a day. Mm-hmm. And that starts to add up pretty quick. In one month, that might be the difference of half hour, 45 minutes more of mm-hmm. sunlight and so if I get home from work and if we go out sledding or skiing, that allows us to be out playing under the sunshine instead of in the darkness, yeah. right? Or instead of doing my math and kind of reading. Yes, in the dark, but it's more in the light. What kind of animals or other wildlife have you been noticing lately? Just today. Squirrels and birds. Um, just today we saw a squirrel. And um, and he was a big gray squirrel, and he was over on kind of by the deer stand, a little beyond. But yes. It. He was. Um, we saw him out Daddy and Mama's window. Fun. He so you saw him from inside the house. You were looking out, and you saw a big gray squirrel. Mm-hmm. It was Neat. on the feeder. Yeah, mm-hmm. on the bird feeder. Mm-hmm. It's been pretty fun to do bird feeders this winter, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. What is your favorite bird that comes to the bird feeder? The pileated. <laughs> the big pileated. Oh, me too. What about yours? I really enjoy the pileated. Uh, what else have we been seeing? Blue jays. Blue jays, goldfinch, chickadees. Actually, when we think of chickadees, that reminds me. It was about two, it was about two weeks ago. When I was walking into a high school and I heard the springtime song of a chickadee. I thought that was a little funny because it's it's still winter and it's January. So there's still probably a lot of chilliness yet ahead. But instead of the winter cry, which is chickadee-dee-dee-dee, chickadee-dee-dee-dee-dee, chickadee-chickadee-dee-dee-dee, it was, let's see. No, that's the cardinal. Uh, what's the spring? Now I've forgotten. What's the springtime 
call of the chickadee. No, that's the cardinal. <laughs> keep going to the cardinal. I keep going to the cardinal. What two? What two? What two? What? 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 You have a a poem about a cardinal feather. Bright red feather. Okay, a cardinal's gift. How, how bright, does it go? Bright red feather. Okay. Bright red feather. Fresh white. Fresh white snow. Bright red feather. A cardinal's gift to me. Nice. And that time we were out shoveling. Um, the butters were up on the top. Um. And then Daddy said, come, and then there's a cardinal, so yes. Daddy taped it onto a piece of cardboard, and then he wrote it. Yes. I just thought of the springtime chickadee call. Thank you for sharing the cardinal. And here is the chickadee cry. <whistles> so it's a two-note, two-tone. Doo-doo. All right. Last night we did some some drumming in the garage. That was kind of fun because for about a week our garage door did not work. It was inoperable. <laughs> It was, it, yes, we are going to do some haiku. This is the the lead up for a haiku yeah, that yeah, I haiku. that I wrote just last night. It was so after getting out in the garage and doing some drumming with you guys, I came in after putting you down for bed, and I wrote, "My son and I, whistling together, smiling, and whistling more." My son and I. Whistling together, smiling, and whistling more. That was me. Yes, it was super fun. I wrote a little bit more. Joyful drumming, buzz of the kazoo, singing out, strings breaking. End of the chapter, end of the book. I don't want this to ever end. It was so much fun. This is the cousin. So what what book did we finish up? Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy. Yeah, Deuteronomy. So we started in Genesis, and we sang through Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and we just finished Deuteronomy. Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah, Joshua is our next our next book to sing through. And it was a lot of fun. We broke a few more guitar strings. Cosette even broke a guitar string on her guitar, didn't Without she? Without the tutus, guitar strings, but you can split your guitar strings now. Yeah. What, what, Caleb? What was the one that she broke? Oh, one of the guitar strings. So and it's all right. Yes. On Steve's guitar? Yes. Here was a haiku moment that I noticed the other day. Uh, we have Christmas lights out in our porch. And so it's covered up with snow. And so I wrote, Christmas lights below the snow glow. Or here's a different version. 
glowing Christmas lights covered in snow. Passenger jet overhead. I'm not sure which one I enjoy better. One thing I recently heard Basho said, don't try to write one good haiku. Write 30 haiku about the exact same thing. And maybe one of them will be good. And I think I would agree that the more that I tease out ideas or it feels like as I've put words to my observations and and actually written down short haiku, it's helping me appreciate some of the nuance, some of the beauty, some of the the details, the, the really small differentiating components to, let's say right here, the red pine that's before us. Do you see how at the very top there's a split? You see how there's a branch that goes off to the left and a branch that goes to the right? Mm-hmm. That's different. How about this birch tree? There's the big mature birch, probably 30, 40 years. But then do you notice on the left that little birch right right, right here? Yep. That's probably five, 10 years old. And over here? Um, that's probably... Maybe 20. 20? Yeah. 30. The big one's probably 30 or 60. Right. Maybe. And then the giant red pine. That one's probably 100 years old. That's pretty neat. Yeah, it's so big. It's the big. It, it's the biggest one. It's the oldest one in probably the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. We have it. Yay. So this has been something very sweet this winter. Is sitting around the table after dinner, the conversation, and the bright smiles. I got some spit. I'll read it again. Around the table, conversation bright smiles and then a second part to that the dishwasher i always like to get the dishes done right away so that the the food doesn't stick on the dishes so dishwasher hums steadily erratic clicks of glasses and silverware because you can't really predict when there's going to be a click clunk click clunk, clunk right i hear it in the night yeah I'm awake. sure Dishwasher hums steadily, erratic clicks of glasses and silverware. Hmm. I have been enjoying a number of books recently on haiku. So the librarians know me as the haiku guy, right? Because I've requested lots of haiku within our library system and then I've even branched out and the librarians have been kind to help me request from outside of the system. So I've gotten books from colleges and other library systems and I have a few favorites and I like to stay up late and read them after you guys have gone to bed. So here's here's a haiku about that idea. Up late reading haiku. A new day already. I I stayed up past midnight, right? Up late reading haiku. A new day already. So you stayed awake for the whole night. Or how about this one? The train rumbles through town. Is anyone else 
Is everyone else asleep? The train rumbles through town. Is everyone else asleep? You know, it's kind of an interesting thought of like, wow, so it's after midnight. Could anyone else be awake enjoying the sound of that distant train? That distant train rumbles. Cricket sings the song. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's an interesting one. So, it was about a year ago that I thought it'd be fun to learn about bees, Ooh. right? And so I got a couple books at the library, and I really enjoy listening to podcasts, so I just plunked in bees, and up came a podcast called Treatment Free Beekeeping, and the host is Solomon Parker, and he is a very interesting gentleman. He's an engineer, a wastewater engineer, and he interviews many different people who enjoy keeping bees. He interviews brand new beekeepers. He interviews people who have hundreds of hives. And it's really fascinating to hear so many different perspectives and yet so many similarities. And I actually see some some commonalities of keeping bees and haiku poetry because in haiku poetry, it's about catching the details, right? That's, that's where it's at. If you're just too general, you're going to miss that beautiful thing, right? And in beekeeping, sometimes it's a very small detail that actually can be the difference between bees making it and not. And right now, most commercial beekeepers have the idea that if there's a problem, there's probably a chemical that can fix it. We can spray some medicine. We can spray some some bug killer to get rid of some different things like mites or hive beetles. And Solomon Parker in the Treatment Free Beekeeping podcast has the principle that the bees are able to survive on their own out in nature. And so they don't need humans to have beehives. They could live out in in dead trees, in tree cavities. They could live in like an old barn. We and it does happen absolutely, and we're hoping that we might even be able to connect with one of them, right? So the cool thing is with bees, we want to be able to connect with that strong line of genes, the genetics of survivor bees, instead of trying to propagate or continue on bees that need a ton of extra help from us. And that, that's detail, right? And so one of the things that Solomon encouraged was if you're interested in bees, don't just go ahead and buy a hive and start off impulse. Research it for a year. And so I've read probably 15 books on beekeeping. I've listened to a ton of his episodes on... Do you like him? I really enjoy it. It's one of my favorite podcasts. I find it very uh, inspiring. It's very intellectually engaging. Do you like his body? Do you like his voice? His voice sounds nice. Yes. But his ideas are really, really good. And so here's a haiku about that because 
we picked up an old deep freezer. So I had this idea that if bees are living in trees, trees have a lot of insulation. The wood value around them would be much more than a traditional square box that's one inch thick. There'd be a lot more R value. That means that's how you measure insulation. And so I thought, what if you could get a small deep freezer, put a hole into it, put some bars across the top so that the bees could possibly create honeycomb and then put honey and brood in there and, and have a colony. And so we picked up a an old deep freeze and we've cleaned it up and we're gonna make some top bars for that, that freezer. So here's what we get. Defunct deep freeze, my new beehive. Defunct deep freeze, my new beehive. So it's, it's really not a great haiku, but it's a celebration of, it's a celebration of the moment. It's a celebration of that day. It's a celebration of creative thinking, of thinking outside the box. And we also picked up a couple sheets of plywood and we're excited to uh, try some different hive building, right? Mm -hmm. And it'll be fun to see. It'll be a fun, a fun spring. I'm hoping that we might be able to capture a few swarms. So one of the ways that bees propagate, they they double up and triple up is that they split. So when the, the box starts to get full or the tree cavity starts to get full, the queen and half of the bees will leave the hive after the queen has laid eggs that can become queen new queens so they're called queen cells so they leave that uh, split is looking for a new home and so you can set out hive boxes or uh, swarm traps and try to catch those or if people see a swarm and they know that you're interested they could give you a call so i'm hoping that maybe we'll get a call or two from some friends in the area who say, hey, there's this bee swarm in our yard. Could you come in and pick it up? Have you offered to a few people? I have offered to a few people, yes. Okay. Yeah. you want to swarm? Mm-hmm. They don't want the bees. Mm-hmm. How would you pick the swarm up? Good question. Swarms tend to be not real aggressive they tend to just be kind of on they're looking for a new place so they're kind of even docile or relaxed so um would probably wear a veil might wear some gloves might even put on a suit if i end up buying a bee suit but you'd put them in a box you'd put them in a box you'd bring them to your your hive you would place them in the hive and you'd hope that they like that hive and that they want to make that hive their new home. And if they decided that they wanted to, to take off, well, they're free to do so. That's been another interesting point that I've heard. That is, bees aren't pets. So you, you don't, they're an insect. You don't pet them like a, a dog or a cat. You don't. You take care of them. And you don't even really have to take care of them. You need to provide some space. So it's, I would say it's a little bit more like hanging up a birdhouse. 
do we have to feed the bird? You don't have to. Do you have to protect the bird? No. Well, if you wanted, you could actually feed the bird. You sure can. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, well, how about if I read another couple haiku, and then uh, we'll close out with this haiku uh, episode, and we'll come back on another one real soon, and we'll share some of those favorite books that I've read recently and a few other fun resources. But uh, here we go. How about this? Awake. A full moon casting long shadows. Awake, a full moon casting long shadows. This was one from uh, about 10 days ago. We had a, a nice blizzard and it was the evening before the blizzard, my mind ready for travel. The blizzard rages. So that was, I think it was the night before we left for Grandma and Grandpa's when we went down for the visit. And there was a big snowstorm, right? So we shoveled the driveway. We looked out an hour later and it was like, whoa, it's filled up with snow again, right? Mm-hmm. Here's a different version of the same idea. Excited and bags packed, ready for weekend travel, the blizzard rages. Cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, this was special. So this would be the next day, once we had made it down to Grandma and Grandpa's, as we got close to their house, everything was kind of icy. It had done like freezing rain along with the snow. And it got a lot worse, about 30 miles from Grandma and Grandpa's house. And so when we got west of the cities out on Highway 7, I was going about 40 miles an hour. And usually you can drive 60. So we were going much slower than normal. And on an old gravel road, there was a snowplow. And his orange light blink, blink, blink. And then I looked up and I saw Orion's belt. Snowplow flares orange and blue on a deserted gravel road. Orion above. Snowplow flares orange and blue on a deserted gravel road. Orion above. Just as I read it, I'm struck that we actually could change it around a little. It could be snow plow flares orange and blue on a deserted gravel road below Orion. So just changing the perspective instead of Orion above, it would be still talking about the snow plow is below Orion. So it changes your perspective. Kind of fascinating. It even changed one haiku. It's true. It's true. All right. Well, when you look around, let's just do a haiku on the fly. Let's just look around. What do you see that looks beautiful, that looks distinct, that looks um, maybe even 
not beautiful, maybe something that is kind of what we might consider ugly. What do you see, Caleb? I'm in the window right there. Yes, you have a feather collection. You created that last mm-hmm. summer, didn't and you? And that piece of tape. Yes. So, the feather collection has seagull feathers, turkey feather, a goldfinch, maybe a goose. Yep, there's a goose feather. Grouse. A grouse. Yes. Okay, so with that feather collection, we took a piece of driftwood and a drill, and we would try to match the drill bit to the feather, um, feather. right, to the quill area, and then we would stick the feather in. So it's there's maybe 10 feathers all standing up. What's your haiku? Tape sticks to the window. The butterfly, um, the bird collection stands. Ooh, tape sticks to the window. The bird feather collection stands. I like it. Thank you, Caleb. Jacob, do you have a haiku? So there's 15 feathers I counted. Okay, you counted 15 feathers. Yes, when we look further into our garage, we see a mobile and it's lots of dried herbs from the summer, right? We have... So let's let's tell us what kind of herbs we have. Um, I see lamb's mint, ear, mint, mint, rosemary, 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 lavender. lavender. Excellent. And then there's um, it's a cool stick with some stuff inside of it. Another driftwood, right? Yep. Capturing a little rock from Lake Superior. All right, tell me your haiku. Two feathers on that. Let's hear your haiku, son. Okay, um, feather collection close to the window. The mobile, the mobile far from the window. Okay. The, it's interesting. We're not even in the garage, but you can see that the mobile is slightly rotating, right? Rotating mobile. It's called a mobile. Rotating mobile. So maybe feather collection stands. Or feather collection. Feather collection stands. Mobile rotates. Excellent. Well, this is the Haiku Poet Podcast signing off. We want to say thank you for joining us and hope you have a great day. Yes.